Hey, how are you? It's Mary Bicknell. Welcome to Lead a Life Uncommon, where every Monday you're going to get a little biz bite to start your week off right. And then every Wednesday, we're going to deep dive into all things personal growth, where my goal is to help you have an aha every single week. You know, this podcast is for you, for the woman who's the go-getter, who knows there's more inside. And you know what? You're ready to smash through that self-imposed glass ceiling so you can finally see what you're made of. Ready? Let's go. Well, hello and welcome to a little bit of butt kicking today. We're going to have a like the, the real deal conversation around uh, what are men not talking to their BFFs about? Let me give you a little hint. They're not asking, should I or shouldn't I? Men are going for it. They're taking bigger risks. They're not doing a big community poll. I want to talk about how this is impacting you, my dear female listeners and friends and clients, and have a serious conversation about what is in the way of you taking a risk. What is in the way of you stopping drinking people-pleasing poison, which I kind of think of as AKA asking for permission. Are you asking permission to go big and take a big ass risk? Are you asking someone else? Men do not do this. They're not taking a poll. They're not calling their mother, their sister, their brother, their aunt, their, their friend from college. No. If, and some could argue, well, Mary, you know, they, people like men, it's not like they're not asking. They ask differently. They ask having pretty much already made the decision for whatever it is. They're not really seeking confirmation. Am I wrong? Am I right? They're more, when they, they, they're speaking about things, they're really in a state of asking for clarity. Is this something I'm missing? And some of them don't even bother doing that. And some of you are go-getters and don't ask. Some of you trust your gut. So today I want to talk to you about trusting yourself more. Trusting yourself so that you can take more risks. So even when we say that take more risks, it sounds as though I'm trying to get you out of your self-imposed comfort zone. And guess what I am? I'm also asking you to define what risk is for you. And have you even allowed yourself to contemplate, is the risk worth the glory? Is the risk worth the glory? Is the risk worth the attainment of the goal in which you seek? Is the risk worth raising your hand at the conference table? Is the risk worth saying no to your mother-in-law? Is the risk of quitting your job and going all in and building your own company worth it? See, until you are clear, crystal, crystal clear on what your true mission, goal, desire, dream is for yourself, and you're so committed to this being your number one priority above everyone else's opinion, you will be a people-pleasing poison drinker asking for permission. See, when we ask for permission, really, the why it's people-pleasing, right? So it's twofold. People-pleasing is like, oh, I want to make them happy. You know, I'm just going to say yes to everybody else's needs and not my own. And this falls prey to, is this okay? Do you think I should? 
because we're seeking somebody else's permission. We're seeking input and see, here's the little tricky, the little tricky, tricky piece about this. When we're asking permission, how we get, we fall into the well, the trap of people pleasing and sipping that people pleasing poison is when you go about asking someone, do you think I should lose 20 pounds? Do you think I should get married to this guy? Do you think I should quit my job? Do you think when you start asking for permission and you get an answer, frankly, that is not what you want, not what you've decided, you've decided I'm not marrying him. You've decided I'm definitely quitting my job and moving across the country. You've decided, hell yeah, I'm tripling my rage. You've decided I'm going to be a marathon runner and all my fat girlfriends, they, you know, they can go eat pizza and drink beer every Friday, but I'm done with that. But if you ask somebody, well, should I do that or should I not? And they say, oh, what are you talking about, Mary? I want you to come and hang out and have, you know, pizza movie night. Or, oh my God, are you kidding me? You're going to quit your job. Or who's going to pay for triple the rates? The dilemma you've put yourself into now is when you're a people pleaser, people pleasing, and you're sipping, sipping, sipping on that poison, it's hard, isn't it? To then, quote, go against, if you will, air quotes, go against somebody's opinion. You asked for it. Now you're not doing it but you have this little niggling feeling like, oh, going against what they said. So my, my goal for you and my push for you is stop asking permission. Make your own decision. Stop asking permission. Stop trying to people please. Sometimes we also get into this where we try, we ask questions. We already know what that person's going to say. Maybe we've already, you know, we have already also decided what we're going to do. It's probably what we know that they're going to say. So then we look like the good girl, the good guy. So the conversation that men are not having with their BFFs Fs is should I or shouldn't I? They're not asking permission to go big and risk. They just are. So if you're worried about taking a risk, yes, this is about conditioning, right? And so we're going to talk a little bit about that. So there's a couple of studies out, including one that's in the uh, National Academy of Sciences and suggests that gender differences when it comes to risk aversion are a byproduct of socialization or your conditioning. In other words, it's how we raise our girls or boys that they're likely to be related to why women are less willing to be badass go-getters compared to men. I want you to just pause for a minute. I want you to think about the difference in hearing a mom say, be careful. Who is she saying that more to? Think about when your kids were on the playground, you know, sure. You know, we're all saying like, be careful, be careful. What's really, what's the point of that? That doesn't even mean anything to kids. Like as I've gotten older and seen kids, I'm just like, why did I ever say that? But what are we really saying? Be careful, be careful, be careful, be careful, be careful, be careful. We're saying that less to a boy. Come on, be a big boy. You can do it. Go for it. What are you talking about? We are less um, worried about saying this to a boy. Come on, buddy. Get yourself up. Pick yourself up. You can hear the train in the background. I'm going to pause this and I'll be right back in one second. I know it wasn't a second for you. It was nothing. But for me, it was a couple of seconds. We say to boys, um, 
And for those of you who are first time listeners, hey, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so, so, so glad you're here. By the way, I live next to a train and it's so funny that every now and again, the trains go by. I have zero idea when they're going to go. Obviously, I wouldn't be recording podcasts or having client calls if a train was going by. Anyhow, back to, you know, be a big boy, shake it off, right? But with girls, we're not saying that. We're not saying, girl, raise your hand, go for it. We're not pushing them to be leaders. We're conditioning them to fit a mold. And it's very, 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 very hard to break out of a mold, isn't it? It is so stinking hard. Because then if you're breaking out of the mold, guess what you're not doing? You're not pleasing anyone. And we tend to default toward that natural people pleasing. Again, this is one of the five blind spots that I like to talk about. One of the blind spots, one of the mental BSs, bullshits, but really blind spots, uh, is this asking for permission out of the guise of people pleasing. So we know that we are socializing our children differently. Even when we really make this solid, solid commitment to ourselves not to. You know, my daughter River, she's an athlete. I've been pushing her, you know, be a leader, go for it, da, 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 da. And yet I have to be honest. I mean, ugh. I think about, of course, wanting her to raise her hand and strive for excellence and choose what she really wants and be a rebel, right? Go against, like write her own rules, carve her own path, all the things. And yet I cannot help as liberated as I think I am. I can't help but think, oh my God, oh my God, I am so nervous about something happening to her. And there's times I think, oh, I don't want her to move away when she graduates high school, right? To some foreign country. Oh my God. And yet on the other hand, I want that so much for her. Can you moms relate to me? Pop me a DM on Instagram. If you can relate to this inner, um, this inner tug and pull of how we want our daughters to be, to go for it. And yet we're still on some level nervous about it, terrified of it. And so it's this inner conflict that I have, this almost cognitive dissonance because I am a seeker of risk uh, to support that. I don't have any, I don't have a boy. So I'm not sure, of course, how I would do things differently. Talking to my my friends, though, that have male children, this is something that we talk about. We talk about um, socialization and how is it different raising a son and pushing them? And what is the language we use? So we're going to have, you know, coming up, we're going to have a lot more conversations about moms, business, relationships parenting, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. But today what we're talking about is men taking more risks. Let me talk a little bit about for you that you're thinking, right? So, so much as a cognitive behaviorist that I am, it's really also around our thinking. How do we bust through the perceived outcome of a risk? So let me ask you, are you bold enough to take a risk? What are your risks? When have you taken the risks? And probably the more important question is when have you chosen not to? 
So I want you to think about what was the thought when you were making the assessment of that risk? Or did you just automatically say no? And there are all kinds of risks. Did you raise your hand at the corporate table? Did you say your thought? Did you say no to your boss? Did you take on the wrong client? Is it risky to say no to a client when you're like, oh my God, they're getting ready to pay me, whatever the number is, fill in the blank. I was talking to a client of mine today and I found out a couple of things about her. And, and I was talking a lot about marketing and, and how we do different marketing and the language that we use. So if you're here and you're following me, you know, I'm very direct, right? My clients say I give them a kick in the ass while I'm giving you a hug. So I was talking to her about who's her ideal client and what does she want and who does she want to work with? And as you know, I love a badass go-getter. If you are ready to be a badass go-getter and build your empire, I'm going to talk to you about that in a second. Here's the thing. She said that, you know, she had, uh, when she was 17, she went to Peru by herself. I was like, that's risky. She quit her job, started her own business on the spot. That was risky. So for her, she wants to work with other women who are willing to take a risk as I like that as well, right? That's my ideal client. Where are you recognizing who you are and taking risks and then looking around in the people in your life? So today we're really talking about personal development. So I want you to straddle the fence here in your career and in your personal life. Are you with friends who are risk takers or are you with people who are complacent, who are the status quo, who are living in their comfort zone, which is ultimately going to smother the hell out of them. Look around. If you own a business, are you working with your ideal client? Are you doing work that you really love? If you're getting married, do you really want to get married or not? Are you willing to take the risk even after the gowns bought and the cake has been ordered to say, no, I realize I don't want to do this. Or are you in the people pleasing mode? How can you be more decisive more quickly to take a risk instead of overthinking, 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 getting yourself into overwhelm and overwhelm and stuckness and stuckness? How can you be decisive enough to take a risk? If you've not listened to one of the earliest podcasts all on decision-making, I'm going to say it's within the first five. Listen to that about making decisions. When we make decisions more quickly and we commit to knowing that whatever decision I make, I'm going to love that decision. Do you believe that you can figure this out along the way? See, this is a skill to start learning how to figure things out along the way, being willing to take a big risk, being willing to say yes, and then feeling confident enough to figure it out along the way. This is very, very much the posture men take. So when they've done analysis on two people, male and female, who have gone into job interviews, both the same, literally the same identical position, the same history, work history, and the interviewer posed a question that was outside of the skill set in which both applicants showed up having outside their skill set. And the question was positioned, do you think you can take charge in this area? Men were worlds ahead percentage-wise and saying yes, that they could, even though it was clear that it was actually outside of their scope of ability, at least on their CV, their resume, et cetera. But they were willing to figure it out along the way. Women, we're like, we, if we don't have it, all the gold stars, XYZ, ABC, all the things, a lot of times we do not, 
or at least let me say it differently. There are certain personality styles that want to have it all figured out now. I personally, like I am a, I am a strong personality. I am a go-getter. Yes. I like to have stuff figured out. And yet I have, I have mastered the art of trusting myself enough to know that I will figure it out along the way. Here's another way to embrace risks, create bigger goals for yourself. So as we are ending 2021, and if you're listening to this in real time, we are getting so close, TikTok, TikTok to the end of this year. Although this, uh, this podcast episode is applicable anytime, anytime I'm saying set bigger goals, whatever you're, whenever you're listening to this, the goal that you have in front of you, set it bigger, double it, shorten it, shorten the time frame that you've given yourself, see what you're made of, be out of denial that you can ask more people for help, go for it, double your rate, all the things. Embrace the possibility of failure. So are you willing to take that risk? Embrace the possibility of failure. Embrace the possibility of huge embarrassment. Is the thing that you say that you want so big and so powerful and so mighty that you're so committed to it because it's part of your mission in this life that as you strive to reach it. And as you take incredible risks and create incredible opportunities, are you willing to embrace the possibility of social embarrassment? Hmm. If you're not, I want you to pause for a second and think, why not? And so maybe that goal isn't big enough. If the goal is big enough and the goal is worthy enough, social embarrassment is irrelevant. Um, question yourself when you're asking, when you're in people pleasing, seeking mode. And, and this gets back to finally trusting yourself, trusting yourself. This is a lot of the work that I do with my one-on-one clients, both in business consulting and success mentoring, really to reconnect with trusting yourself. You drink less people-pleasing poison, and you're certainly less apt to ask anyone for permission. You know, this year, I uh, one of my personal big goals that I've set for myself for 2022 is working with elite leaders who are committed to creating an empire. I'm looking for 10 women to work with one-on-one who are wanting to double or more their income, find 10 free hours, guilt-free, 10 new free, guilt-free hours in the week, truly fall in love with herself, allowing that inner go-getter and badass out, let her out, learn to shun the BS that we're lying to ourselves about. It's good enough. Good enough isn't. Stop with that. Good enough is not good enough. I have a good enough marriage. I have a good enough body. I have a good enough income. Does any of that sound good? No. So where are you willing to take a risk? Where are you taking a risk to build an empire? And you define empire. You get to define it. Not everybody wants to make millions and millions and tens and, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars. 
an empire for you might look like you have more free time. You're doing the work that you love. You're in the career that lights you up. You feel like you're contributing. You also love luxury and sumptuous things. And you want to have the organic food. You want to have beautiful sheets. You want to have a lovely wardrobe. You want to live in a lovely, amazing home where when you are in it, you feel <sighs> extraordinary. And it is creating the uncommon. Not everybody wants to build an empire, but I want to find and work with more women who do. Because frankly, that's the fun for me. So today, my friends, are you bold enough to seek a risk? If you are, let's have a conversation. Give me a call, marybicknell.com slash call with Mary. 10 women badass go-getters ready to take a risk because the reward is so big. It's willing to take a risk. Otherwise, same old, same old, same old, same old. And you know what? You know what the same old, same old is? That's common. That's mediocre. That's average. And you're listening to Lead a Life Uncommon podcast. And that's what I want for you. And that's what I have for myself. Sometimes, you know, I just wish I could convey to you that, yes, it's hard to bust through your mental BS and bullshit. Yes, it's hard to get into the habit of thought work. And when you recognize that it's hard until it becomes easier, oh, and then when you're in that easier place, that's what I want for you. Now, that doesn't mean that the new goal, the new goal will be hard again. And it's this flow that you get into. So back to that flow, the flow is you recognize it's going to be hard. You recognize it's going to take a risk. You recognize a big series empire building goal. And oh my God, it's hard because it's new. And so you have to do that thought work. You have to do the plan. You have to put the systems into place. You have to eliminate your mental bullshit and you have to bust through that self-imposed psychological wall. Then it becomes easier. And then you can be in the flow of living that beautiful empire until the next big goal. And the next big go is going to be hard until you bust through your mental BS, until you work through it, until you do your thought work. Until, and that's the way evolution is. And I know that, that you want to be a woman who's evolved, who stays awake, who stays conscious so that one year, two years, five years down the road doesn't slip by you. And you wake up one day and you're in the holy shit, it's five years later and I still am talking about the same damn problem. No, my friends. So if you are interested in being one of the 10 private one-on-one clients that I will be working with in 2022, I will be all in with you. I will run as hard as you are willing to run. I will hold your hand and I will drag you and push you and support you in creating an empire that will blow your own freaking mind so that you can experience, you can experience the things that you've been wanting to your whole life. They're all available to you, my friend. So enjoy the day. Looking forward to chatting with you. MaryBicknell.com slash call with Mary. This is for the woman who's ready. I'm ready. I can't wait to talk to you soon. Enjoy the day. I'll talk to you next time. Bye. Remember, 
Be bold. You deserve to lead a life uncommon. Hey, you've been listening to the Lead a Life Uncommon podcast. I'm here helping you create a life to allow you to do whatever the heck you want to do whenever you want to do it. If you got some value out of this, I'm going to ask you, pop over and give a five-star review. Subscribe and share this with a girlfriend you know is ready to lead a life uncommon herself. And I want to give you a couple of things. Number one is pop over to marybicknell.com slash podcast. I have something called the guide to your hidden thoughts around money and success. You're going to uncover some good stuff there. It's a little workshop I'm giving to you. And another thing I want you to take advantage of is this exercise I did all around connecting with your evolved future self. You're going to love this exercise. It's going to be fantastic. In fact, when you're done, please, please, please go and tag me on Instagram or any of the socials and tell me what you thought. I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say and I'll chat with you soon. Bye now.